Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio here at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an honor it is to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. You know, I don't know exactly what time of the year you'll hear this broadcast. I know they play them throughout the year at different radio stations, but we're right on the cusp of the Christmas holiday, as I record right now. And just a couple days away, in fact, from Christmas as I'm sitting here recording this. Now, you might hear it later down the road, but anyway, I love this time of the year. What a reminder it is. I mean, every day we got to be mindful, but what a great time it is to set aside just a special season to thank God for his unspeakable gift. Jesus came, and I'm glad he came. All throughout the Old Testament, it was prophesied he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. But thank God on that one silent night, that star shone above that stable, and in a manger laid a child, unlike any child ever to be born before. And the angels announced, He came. He's here. Jesus has arrived. But I'm glad He didn't just come to be born. He came to die, born to die upon Calvary, born my sins to forgive. And He lived a sinless life, and He died the sinner's death, and He was buried, but He didn't stay dead. He shed His blood on the cross, buried, and rose again the third day. And He justified me by His resurrection. Thank God we're going to talk about that word maybe a little bit, either today or next broadcast, and it's in our text. We'll look at it here in just a moment, but thank God for this season. I've got a lot of great Christmas memories, and you probably have yours as well, and I thank God for uh, just being so good in our life. Isn't He just good to us? We're blessed, aren't we? Every one of us today there's not a person listening to me right now that couldn't say they're blessed. No matter where you are, no matter how you find yourself, no matter what circumstance or state you think you're sitting in, can I say... God's been good in your life. The fact that you have ears to hear this broadcast, God's been good. The fact you have a device to listen to it on, God's been good. You have breath in your body, God's been good. You have a plan that God scripted just for you. Man, God's been good. He died to save you, and God's been good in our life. Well, let's look together now, Titus chapter number 3, and we'll begin in verse number 1 just for context and read down through verse number 7. The Bible said, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. What a great verse of Scripture. Here we find a before and what should be an after in the life of anyone who's been born again. We talked about that a little bit last broadcast. Paul st tells Titus as he starts out this, this letter, this chapter of this letter, rather, to put these people in creed in mind to live a certain way. 
They ought to live a life that glorifies and honors God. They ought to live a life that's obedient. They ought to live a life that's in subjection to authority. They ought to live a life that is peaceable. They ought to live a life that can not bring shame, but brings honor to the name of Jesus Christ. And he says, we used to live contrary to that. We used to live a life that was a hateful life. We used to live a life that was a foolish life. We used to live a life that was a disobedient life. We used to live a life that was a worldly pleasures life, a serving diverse lust kind of a life, a malice life, an envious life, a hateful life. But God stepped in. And whenever God stepped in, how did he step in? Our Savior saved us. Jesus saved us, not by works, he said. By the way, salvation has not been and is not by, the, by works. Salvation is by grace through faith. You listening to me today, if you have hope of everlasting eternal life, that hope needs to be, must be, can only be anchored in Jesus Christ and in Jesus alone. You, If you're trusting in Jesus plus something, then you're not trusting in Jesus at all. Salvation is not Jesus plus. It's Jesus alone. Salvation is not in good works. Now, the Bible says it plain. If the Bible is not enough to convince you of that truth, then I don't know how to, how to help you. Here it says, not by works of righteousness as we have done, but according to mercy, his mercy, he saved us. We're not saved by getting baptized. That is a work. Salvation is by grace through faith. Baptism is that first step of obedience after salvation, and it's a testament to the fact that you've been saved, buried with him in the likeness of, a de- of his death, raised to walk in the newness of life. It's a testimony, an outward show of what happened inwardly as you were saved by the grace of God. Good works. Attending church is not what merits salvation. You can go to heaven without ever going to church. The thief on the cross is in heaven right now. He never got to go to church. He died on that cross that day. And there'll be a lot of folks probably who got uh, who got saved at their door, got saved through soul winning, and never did make it to church, but they're going to go to heaven. Their name was written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. They've been saved by grace through faith. You say, I don't believe that. Well, the Bible says not by works. Not by works. Uh, you don't... Paying tithes is not what gets you into heaven. I don't care what church you attend and what that priest or preacher might say. You don't earn your way to heaven by what you give. It's what God gave. That's what gets you into heaven. Jesus, thank God, he paid it all, and all to him we owe. Not by works of righteousness. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but my tithe. That's not what we sing. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but my baptism. That's not how we sing it. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but my Work around the church house, mowing the grass and planting flowers. and No, that's not what we sing. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but me passing out bottles of water to people who are thirsty. No, all those things are fine, but that's not what merits salvation. Nothing can. You can't earn your salvation. Jesus paid the price. We have nothing within us that deserves it, but thank God, according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. What a blessing. As Jesus died on that cross of Calvary, God was showing us the way to salvation. God was showing us this is the way. This is the mode of salvation. Jesus is paying for your sin debt. That principle was set all the way back in the Garden of Eden when the lamb was killed to give its skin to cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve. The blood was shed. 
And the Bible said, without the shedding of blood is no remission of sin. And as Jesus hung on that cross and died, he was shedding blood to atone for the sins of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And he shed that abundantly upon us through Jesus Christ. And he is our Savior, that being justified, what a great word. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for what it does in our life. It justifies us. What's that word mean? Justified, to make right, justified, to have a clean slate, justified, just as if I'd never sinned. Now you and I have access, thank God, to, to the Lord. We have the atonement. We have the access. We can stand before the Lord. Why? Not because of who we are or what we've done, but because of who he is and what he did for us. He imputed his righteousness to us, covered us in his righteousness. All of ours was as filthy rags, but thank God for Jesus, the mercy of God, the washing of regeneration, the renewing of the Holy Ghost, all shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ. And what did it do? It justified us. I don't have to do anything to be right with God in that sense. I don't have to do anything to merit the love of God. I don't have to do anything to merit the mercy now of God. I have it all in that package of salvation. When I got saved, when I was born again, thank God for Jesus, <laughs> justified. I'm happy in Jesus today. The sins I've committed, they're all in the past. I've been forgiven and he holds me fast. I'm justified. I'm happy in Jesus today justified by his grace it says we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life when you see that word heir you need to understand that although it's great now the best is yet to come we're going to inherit all that jesus is and all that jesus has it's ours in heaven a mansion on streets of gold We'll get to have our uh, re reunion with family and friends who've gone on before us who were saved. Thank God we're heirs with Jesus Christ. Sons of God, daughters of God, because he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary. Well, we'll continue in Titus chapter 3 next broadcast. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.